<laughs> I'm thinking that we just might watch the opening ceremonies right. to the Olympics. Is Olympic something that is like a Tim and Eric thing? Uh, Olympics was um, an Auntie Donna thing from there. Mm. Sketch show. I gotta say, if you like, I think you should leave, which I know we have a, a, a decent um, mm. chunk of listeners who are, mm-hmm. I think you should leave fans. Check out Auntie, Auntie, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun on Netflix, or just look up some Auntie Donna um, sketches online. They're a sketch group from australia or new zealand one of the two they've got yeah, the, they've know. got fun accents but they're so funny and, i think they're from new zealand yeah i think i think olympics was was from them got it um anyway this is the tournament podcast yes she's nita millie i'm trent dozier welcome we're, we're here to give you the results baby in full transparency we are watching the olympics right now we're watching a cycling <laughs> it's a thing. road it's a road cycling race it looks long. Oh, this guy's. Oh, oh, this guy from Japan is speeding up. Oh, look how far he's bending over. It looks like the camera angle looks <laughs> makes it look like they're going uphill, but is he's he not okay? even pedaling. He's got to be. They're going downhill. I think for sure they're going downhill, and he's trying to create the least resistance. His head is lower than his butt right it's now. It's honestly concerning. Um. Anyway. Yeah, we're, is... we're recording this on Friday night. We just watched the opening ceremonies. Yeah, what'd you think, Trent? Good. Fine. Uh, you know what? Th- this is something Nia knows and maybe some of you know, but now you're all about to know. I love uh, Japanese professional wrestling, and I've also seen some Japanese mixed martial arts events in my time. So I know what the Japanese are capable of in terms of showmanship. Yeah. Some of my favorite parts of the events are their opening videos and stuff and, mm-hmm. like, the theatricality of everything. hmm So with all that being said, I was a little disappointed. Yeah. this There were some serious miscommunications during yeah. the opening <laughs> ceremony. There were some choices made, certainly. Some real, like, you know, people kind of stepping out in front of the camera and then being mm-hmm. like, oh. Whoops. Um, <laughs> but, but I will say... Um, at the portion where they had the 18,000 drones in the air. Yeah. And they made the planet Earth. Trent actually didn't say a word all day. And then... And then that happened. That happened, and he went, whoa! That was... That, to me, is the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You can see it at Dollywood as well. They do a drone show. What? I'm not even kidding. Do they use 18,000? I don't know. I, probably not, but I did see a video of a Dollywood drone show of a butterfly, and its wings were flapping. So that's pretty cool. Wow. That is impressive. Drones are the new fireworks. You heard it here first. That's a good take. <laughs> I just think it's a fact. Well, here's the not thing. Not even a take. Here's the thing. The Olympics had a ton of fireworks. Mm. Or the opening ceremonies did. Oh my gosh! And I didn't care about any of them. All around the stadium in circles. Once you've seen, once you've seen fireworks, you've seen them. You know. I literally can't believe the opening ceremonies happened, and then these guys just all started cycling on the road. You well, know, it's like okay, it's go time. I. Here's what I'm gonna say. We just watched the opening ceremonies. Yeah. And it was nighttime for us. Right. And it was nighttime in Japan. Right. And that's not real life. The day prior. Right. right. So this is live. This is live. Daytime we, in we, Japan. Yes, we watched the opening ceremonies on a delay. Yeah. 
So these in guys... prime time on NBC. <laughs> yeah, we uh, these guys are. They probably got a night's sleep, is what I'm saying. For sure. Yeah. But this is like we're hopping right into it. I don't know. It's still, it's like, okay, it's a, we're doing it. This is it. You know. I think this guy. Oh, I was about to say. I think this guy's from Azerbaijan, but he's from France. Yeah. And uh, I don't know where Azerbaijan went. He was in the lead. Well, that was crazy. The Azerbaijan writer that we were watching was in the lead. And literally the rest, the rest of the pack was behind him, you know, (laughs) 70 or so cyclists. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I don't know if you were watching at this point, he just got, he was slowing down and he got absorbed by everybody. I saw him huffing and puffing. I mean, Uh, there's still over a hundred kilometers left in this race. So they've got, and we've watched over a hundred kilometers so far. So they've got some time. Uh, Oh, it looks like they've been riding for 14 minutes, according to this. That's crazy so we got another 14 plus to go i would say all right as much as i want to talk about this cycling (laughs) thing and i do um we won't because we're here to deliver the results yes of our tournament and i'm i'm gonna say this is the best i've ever done in predictions yes yeah this is the best i have ever done an impressive performance from one nia d'amelio co-host of the tournament podcast and usually pretty consistently i'm the worst of the two of us you usually get it more right than i do this was a i this is a fluke and i recognize that (laughs) (laughs) either that or you're learning the computer (laughs) like the machine (laughs) it's so weird we both went to machine learning all right here we go yes this week's tournament was which uh summer olympics event is the best summer olympics event and we're here Give you that answer. Results. Uh, We will start in the upper left-hand region of the bracket, which was the vault region. The number one-seeded gymnastics defeated the 32-seeded baseball and softball, advancing with 96.4% of the vote. We learned during the opening ceremonies that baseball and softball softball aren't even going to be in the next two Olympics. Yeah. So, well, they're not going to be in 2004 for sure. 2024. Or 2024. There's speculation that they're going to try and get it back for 2028 when the oh. Olympics will be in Los Angeles. Ugh. I'll be out of town for three weeks. <laughs> um, also, this was a... Uh, uh, I, there was... Baseball and softball did not have a single vote for a long time. For a long time, I actually didn't even know that someone gave them a vote. It, it I, that the three point six percent of the vote that was one vote, wow. and that's what they ended up with. So someone saved them the embarrassment of uh, <laughs> who? What was the last tournament? Someone got a hundred to nothing. Yeah. Oh, it was the Chicago tournament. Oh, Big Black didn't get any votes. Yes. This. What were they? A punk band? Big Black. Yeah. Didn't get a single vote. Anyways, gymnastics moves on as predicted. The 16-seeded table tennis defeated the 17-seeded canoeing, advancing with 71.4% of the vote. Let's go. We thought this was going to be closer. Um, I think you picked table tennis, and I might have predicted canoeing. I think I did pick table tennis. Because of the racing situation. Um, But either way, we thought it would be closer than that. People love Pong. It wasn't, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, the number nine seeded cycling defeated the twenty four seeded rugby sevens, advancing with sixty four point three percent of the vote. And that's honestly watching cycling as we do this. That's right. 
Yeah. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Even though I went on and on about track cycling, I did I did ask you to put this on because I thought it might be track cycling. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was <laughs> but road it wasn't. cycling. <laughs> um, and finally, the eight-seeded soccer, known as football around the world, mm-hmm. defeated the 25-seeded artistic swimming, mm-hmm. formerly known as synchronized swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, soccer advanced with 64.3% of the vote as well, just like cycling. Mm-hmm. This... Uh, one thing in the opening round of this, it was freaking chalk across the board. I think there was only one upset. Yeah. By seed. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And it and it didn't happen in the vault region. No, I think it was somewhere on the right side. Uh, yes, I know exactly where it was. It was the fifteen and the eighteen matchup. I know it was badminton against someone, and I can't remember who the fifteen. I know. Seed was. I can't remember either. We'll get there though. Uh, it's right in front of us. I could literally look, but I'm not going to. Uh, okay, so this gave us the one seated gymnastics versus the fifty, or excuse me, the sixteen seated table tennis gymnastics. Another domination, winning with eighty nine point two percent of the vote, and the eight seated soccer versus the nine seated cycling. Mm-hmm. Soccer advances with sixty two point two percent of the vote. Easy, giving us the finals of the vault region. The number one seated gymnastics. Versus the eight-seeded soccer. It wasn't close. Wasn't close. 80.8% for <laughs> gymnastics advancing into the final four, winning the vault region. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I don't know. So, it surprised me that it wasn't closer. I'm not surprised that gymnastics won. But uh, I don't know. The U.S. women's soccer team is a really big deal right now in the zeitgeist. So yeah. I was surprised. Well, it got more votes... Um, against gymnastics than anything else did, at mm. least up to that point. Mm. So good on you there, I guess. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, we move to the bottom left region of the bracket, which was the net region. Mm-hmm. The four-seeded beach volleyball defeated the 29-seeded golf advancing with 89.3% of the vote. Mm-hmm. The 13-seeded diving defeated the 20-seeded boxing advancing with 85.7% of the vote. As Nia predicted, I was a little disappointed that this I know, wasn't Trent's at least... I not a believer in diving. Uh, well, yeah. I thought it... I, I was surprised to see it go as far as it did. But, you know, which Nia predicted, of course. <laughs> I, th- I, You know, I thought boxing would have put up a better showing than it did, and it did not. Uh, this, speaking of terribly disappointing... The 12-seeded archery dominated the 21-seeded wrestling, advancing with 71.4% of the vote, and that was pretty heartbreaking for me to see. I think what's interesting about these results is that no combat sports really moved from the first round. Only one combat sport advanced out of the first round, and I think it was because it had the most favorable matchup. I think any combat sport would have won whatever that matchup was i forget what we're, we're about to get to it i forget which one it was but but i think it's interesting because trent and a lot of his friends maybe not a lot of your friends but like no. your brother and your friend mm-hmm. i feel like really are very into combat sports okay so that's three people and one of okay, us but don't s- vote which is me i don't know it just seems i don't know we don't we don't reach a combat sport demographic, you know what I mean? No. I mean certainly not my mom. <laughs> yeah. She's not voting for that. Uh and the final matchup of the opening round of the net region, the five seeded basketball squeaked by the twenty eight seeded water polo by two votes. Basketball advances, fifty three point six percent of the vote. 
Attorney at Pod, Jenna, my former roommate, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I really wanted water polo to win. Of course, I thought basketball would win. I'm so glad that it was as close as it was. Um, but, yeah, it, this was disappointing to me. And Jenna. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the, so we got matchups of the four-seeded beach volleyball versus the 13-seeded diving and the five-seeded basketball versus the 12-seeded archery. We'll start with basketball squeaking by yet again, this time by one vote. Unbelievable. Getting past archery, advancing with 51.4% of the vote. Would have really loved to have seen archery pull out a victory. And for some of the day, it was quite a bit ahead. And then, I don't know, we just got some last-minute b-ball fans, but. Yeah. I don't know. Are you going to watch b- basketball during the Olympics? Probably not. Uh, probably not. The Olymp- uh, the U.S. team has been uh, struggling to start. Plus, we just watched a bunch of basketball in the playoffs, you know? I'll be watching archery, so. Okay. Uh, Mark my word. <laughs> in the other matchups, we had Nia's prediction for the winner of the mm. bracket versus my prediction of the winner. For this region, I should say, not yeah, the whole bracket. Right. And Nia was correct in the end. The 13-seeded diving advances past the four-seeded beach volleyball with 56.8% of the vote, setting up the finals of the net region, the five-seeded basketball versus the 13-seeded diving. And basketball finally. kept squeaking out victory after victory, and then finally Dominated. diving crushed it. Advances I... with 78.8% of the vote. Thrilling. Thrilled. <laughs> Um, thrilling thrilled natalie happy birthday i'm so glad that diving won the region um i spent this week watching all of the diving olympic trials Mm -hmm. delaney schnell's the one to watch (laughs) y'all you heard it here first she's on the she's tandem diving and individual diving she is the real deal Mm -hmm. she's one of the best in the world keep your eye out on delaney schnell we move to the right side of the bracket, where we start in the top half, the top region, the track region. The two-seated track and field, a.k.a. athletics, <laughs> dominated the 31-seated pentathlon, advancing with 85.7% of the vote. Here's that pesky 15 versus 18 matchup we were trying to think of earlier. The 18-seated badminton, the only higher seed to advance in the opening round Mm -hmm. took down the 15 seeded equestrian advancing with 71.4 percent of the vote um interesting fact the uh i was watching the opening ceremonies Mm pre-show and the youngest u.s olympian on the roster this year is a 15 year old female swimmer Mm. and the oldest member of the u.s roster is a 56 year old male equestrian wow so and it's bruce johnson no just kidding (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um that's an inside joke from my instagram (laughs) my Uh, personal instagram (laughs) the 10 seated tennis much to my disappointment pretty easily advanced past the 23 seated handball advancing with 60.7 percent of the vote mike tarico in the opening ceremonies gave (laughs) Team Handball a shout out and said, yes. if you want an Olympic sport to watch, check out Handball. Yes. So that's, you know. You know we'll be watching it. You know we'll be watching. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, and the uh, final matchup of the opening round of the track region, the seven-seeded indoor volleyball moved past the 26-seeded sailing advancing with 
our, percent of the vote. Our fearless leader, Val Agnew, let us know that mm, all yes. of the events in sailing were the names of boats, yeah. which makes, makes a lot of yeah. sense. <laughs> also, a cycling update, Azerbaijan is back in the lead. He's coming out of the pack. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and there's still over 100 kilometers to go in this race. <laughs> Uh, the number two seated track and field advanced over the 18 seated badminton easily, moving on with 81.1% of the vote. And another tidy one vote separated these two. The seven seated indoor volleyball moves on past the 10 seated tennis with 51.4% of the vote. This is like, I don't think I've mentioned this to you, but attorney at pod Jason Kuhn texted me earlier in the week mm-hmm. and agreed that people aren't watching Olympic tennis. It has a similar problem to Olympic basketball. Yeah. In that people can just watch it, you know? That being said, I'm rooting for Naomi big time. Oh, uh, sure. Big time. She was the final torchbearer. I know. Really exciting for her. In her uh, home country of Japan. So this gave us the finals of the track region. The two-seated track and field versus the seven-seated indoor volleyball. Wasn't really close. Advancing with 78.8% of the vote. Track and field. Let's go. Let's go. Final region, the bottom right region of the tournament, which was known as the pool region. We start with the number three-seated swimming versus the 30-seated field hockey swimming advances with 89.3% of the vote. The 14-seated judo moved past the 19-seated shooting, 78.6% of the vote. I think any combat sport would have moved past shooting. Yeah. And I'm just disappointed that it wasn't boxing or wrestling. Although and I do like judo, judo as well. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, 11 seated rowing in a tight one. In a tight one. Advanced past the 22 seated fencing. Only two votes separated them in the end, but rowing moves on with 53.6% of the vote. The voters would have to tell me, but I feel like that one was a. I don't know. Yeah. Rowing? <laughs> I don't know. Fencing? I feel like that was uh, kind of that matchup. Uh, and finally, the six seated weightlifting defeated the 27 seated Taekwondo, um, advancing with 57 point one percent of the vote wrong it's <laughs> not from there the three i se- begged you guys <laughs> the three-seated swimming annihilated the 14-seated judo Let's go. advancing with 91.9 percent of the vote team ledecky and the 11-seated rowing takes down much to the appreciation and happiness of nia the six-seated weightlifting advancing with 70.3 percent of the vote weightlifting is the real max headroom of this tournament (laughs) i i literally can't stand watching it the finals of the pool region saw the number three seated swimming take on the number 11 seated rowing and this wasn't close swimming moving on to the final four advancing with 90.4 percent of the vote nia you predicted the final four perfectly thank you Congrats. Thank you. So the final four matchups on the left side, we had the winner of the vault region, gymnastics, versus the winner of the net region, diving, the one seed versus the 13 seed. And the right side of the final four gave us the two-seeded track and field, winner of the track region versus the three-seeded swimming, winner of the of the, uh, of the pool region. Mm-hmm. So this was, you know, top four seeds, basically, and then except diving. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. This was this is honestly one of the most chalk tournaments we've had, I think. For sure. Okay, here we go. The number one seed of gymnastics. Slowly, people are chipping away, but it's still just not close. <laughs> gymnastics, moving on past diving, advancing to the finals with 78.6% of the vote. And swimming with 64.3% of the vote moves on past track and field, a.k.a. athletics. Now, we both predicted that swimming would win this, but I just want yes. to say that this is kind of disappointing only for, like, the history of sports mm-hmm. and the history of the Olympics. Like, when I think of the Olympics, like, as a as a centuries-long institution, I think of, like, ancient Greeks throwing discus. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it just seems like the mainstay like throwing a a pointed stick running in a circle you know just very basic like we've been doing this since the dawn of time we've also been swimming forever so yeah. i get that but i do th- i do picture ancient greeks on the track and field more than i do in the pool or the ocean so. i think that's fair so just you know Poor went out for track and field. Here's the thing. Every website I went on, I can't remember if I said this on the podcast or if I was saying this to you and attorney at pod Matt Rorty later. I think it was just in the text, but <laughs> every website I went on made it as difficult as possible yeah. to try and break down what all the different track and field events were. Yeah. And it's just like, they. it's like, here's the athletic events. And I was like, every single thing on this list is an athletic event. Except for maybe shooting. <laughs> yeah, but, and and also track and field are two very different things. Yeah. And if you even if you you know, I'm gonna bring up bodies again, but if you look if you just look at a track athlete and a field athlete, they look different. Yeah. Because they use different parts of their bodies yeah, in different ways. They're trying to achieve different things. It's a very different Yeah. So it's it's definitely unfair that we put those two things together. But so does every school in America. So, you know, I don't know. Bring it up with the IOC, baby. Don't bring it up with us. IO Chicago. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Don't say that. I'll get in trouble because they got in trouble. International Olympic Committee is what we're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so this gives us the finals matchup of the number one seeded gymnastics versus the number one, or the number three seeded swimming, excuse me. This is the matchup both of us predicted. And we predicted different winners. I predicted swimming. You predicted gymnastics. Yes. So, let's see what we got. (laughs) According to the listenership, the viewership, the votership, the fellowship, the friendship, (laughs) the attorneys at pod, we asked you and you answered, which Summer Olympics event is the best Summer Olympics event? And winning with 68.6% of the vote. As if there was ever a doubt. The number one seeded gymnastics. (laughs) Okay, I have a theory about why gymnastics was victorious. Okay. And the theory is... um, I... Listen, it's... I love watching both of these sports. Mm -hmm. Um... I think some something that's interesting is that like I think swimming is a little more like 
you can see men and women do swimming and you can be just as excited. I feel like people only care about the women's gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. There is a men's gymnastics team and mm-hmm. they have slightly different, a slight, like they do the uh, pommel horse, which the women don't do. Right. Um, but my theory about why gymnastics is the most interesting and exciting and the best to watch um, is because it's artsy and mm. people like to be entertained. Sure. And it's the same reason that we watch ice skating so closely and figure skating so closely in the Winter Olympics. Mm. It's like a whole show. There's music. There's attitude. There's like lines and stuff. I feel like people like to watch a show in prime time. And you just don't get that with some of the other sports, especially like swimming. I feel like it's like... You're just watching them swim. And they're splashing around. It's like the least graceful thing I've ever seen. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's a fair theory. I think it's fair. I think uh, I could see that. I maybe lean more towards a theory that Attorney at Pod and my mommy, Big Al Dozier, gave to us. (laughs) Um, Also, happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday. It's it's past. Um, And it was great. (laughs) <laughs> we loved it <laughs> we we weren't we weren't there but we i've zoomed. heard heard great things about it, it oh yeah great. i guess we did zoom so we were there <laughs> um but the theory my mom proposed which i actually think makes sense to me is like obviously not everybody can swim at an olympic level mm. but it is mu- and obviously not everyone is doing gymnastics at an olympic level mm-hmm. but it's so much easier and there's more capability for the average human being Mm -hmm. to be able to go swimming Mm -hmm. jump in the pool right do a couple laps right then it is for the average human being to you know do a back handspring right takes a lot more coordination and time to learn Mm -hmm. things like that you're not doing two flips in the air unless you've got the aid of a diving board into a pool then you're swimming to some extent, it's natural to be able to swim. Yeah, like it's a, like an instinct. Right, yeah. right. Whereas flipping is not as instinctual. I'm going to propose a third theory. Okay, okay, here we go. Of why Americans in particular <clears throat> like gymnastics, especially over something like swimming. Um, and this applies to uh, skating events as well, figure skating and hockey. Um, gymnastics historically for Americans has been a sport in which our geopolitical rivals also excel. Russia and China are both historically very good at gymnastics. And so I also wonder if part of it is that instinct from Americans to be the best, Mm -hmm. wanting to watch... Because if Michael Phelps beats someone from South Africa, I don't really care. Right. But if Simone Biles crushes Oksana fill-in-the-blank, okay, you know, okay. it's exciting. You know, you're like, you feel like you're in the Cold War. Yeah. That's my, I don't know. I think, I mean, it makes sense. It's probably why that carried, those feelings maybe carried over, yeah. right? Or carried through generations or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, the sports we were watching... The sports that our parents were watching when they were young were those. Mm-hmm. And then as an adult, those were they were like programmed to want to watch those. Yeah. And then we're watching what our parents are watching. Right. So therefore, we're watching those sports. And it's just a never-ending cycle. A vicious cycle. Yeah. 
yeah. a vicious cycle that we're gonna break because we're only gonna watch track cycling and handball kind of kind of interesting though that the greatest uh american over russia battle ever fought was rocky beating drago and that was a boxing match so <laughs> i don't know why more people aren't tuning in for boxing probably because the klitschko brothers were killing everybody dominating i've never seen any of the rockies okay well we got some movies to watch then <laughs> Which do I watch first, Rocky or Space Jam? <laughs> Oof, Space Jam. Wow. No, probably. Uh, well, what's a better movie, Rocky? <laughs> Soundtrack of everybody's life is both of those I feel like I movies. may have seen Rocky at some point, but I don't really remember. It's good. I mean, honestly, all the Rockies have merit. You know, I fear that... Except for maybe Rocky 5 or 6, something like that. My biggest fear is that I've only really seen... Have I've, you seen Creed? No. Oof, also good. Those are also good movies. I bet I've seen all of Rocky, but in clips from Family Guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's a few f- media franchises that I so, feel like I know because of so you're, Family Guy. So you're, you're someone from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Is your instinct to hate Rocky because he's from Philadelphia, or is your instinct to love Rocky because he's from Pennsylvania? Um, I think I love Rocky because he's Italian, right? Okay, what a twist. What a twist. I don't think I I feel the Philly thing being from Pittsburgh. I don't really care. I know some a lot of people care more than I do. Um, but I think he's an Italian American with a dream and I got to support that and because so am I. That's you, baby. <laughs> uh, okay, well that's the results. Do you think track and field would have put up a better uh, fight against gymnastics? Not really. I don't no, I I think honestly it would have shaken out in a similar way. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was for yeah, every for every for every vote swimming got gymnastics got two the classic two to one. I think that's exactly what have, what would have happened. Yeah. I think honestly maybe track and field a little bit more, but I think this is a clear gymnastics victory no matter how you slice it. Hmm. Slice Slices right. Slices right. Who's Sunday li- nights. Who's listening from that team? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe we'll get messages. um well the last thing i'll say is this was only the third time in the history of the tournament podcast that the number one seed won the whole thing yoshi paul mccartney and gymnastics that's correct wow what good company paul mccartney and yoshi (laughs) some i'm sure some people would argue that netflix and and will ferrell should have been the number one seeds in their respective tournaments as well Mm, but no no (laughs) i'm not saying you would argue that i'm saying people might no um but anyways (laughs) so that's something to keep track of that was fun that was a good one actually i take that back that was a boring tournament it went exactly like we thought it did get me hyped for the olympics though yeah nia's nia's on full blast now and i gotta tell you this, this cycling race is still going, and we still have over, over 100. 100 kilometers to go. I'm not even sure who's in the lead anymore, but, man, those boys are flying. They are just, they're all keeping a steady pace. Um, speaking of Netflix from two seconds ago, <laughs> um, should we say what we're doing for next week? Please. We, next week on the Tournament Podcast, will be discussing, it's a four-seater, so... You guys can have a breather. Um, We're going to be talking about all four of Bo Burnham's hour or plus longer 
stand-up specials. Yes, which Bo Burnham special is the best Bo Burnham special will be the question posed. And we're going to talk uh, with a little help from our friend, mm-hmm. Hannah Rehack, who is a certified bowhead. Certified bowhead. So. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen the bow stuff or want to revisit the bow stuff before the tournament next week his uh first special words 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 is available on the number one streaming service of fans of mtv's the challenge paramount (laughs) plus and then his second third and fourth special titled what make happy and inside which just came out this past may um, inside did all three of those are available on netflix each one is an hour long except for inside which is um an hour and 90 minutes or an hour and 90 minutes it is 90 minutes <laughs> one hour 30 minutes it feels like an hour okay um <laughs> but all four of those are great well all th- the, the the second three the three on netflix are great the one on uh, paramount plus i would say has an age as well but We'll talk about it. He was 19. Yeah, he was 19, to be fair to him. Give him a break. Um, but he's great. We love Bo. He is a singular talent, and we're very excited to talk with Hannah about him. And like all the celebrities that we mentioned on this podcast, Bo, we know you're listening, so thank you. Thank you for listening, Bo. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm going to see who wins this cycling thing. Yeah, we should know in about, I don't know, An 100 hour? hours. We're going to order pizza. <laughs> um, uh... That's it. Oh, um, visit uh, thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod if you're interested in um, checking out merch. Also, there's a vote center there, or the button to our vote center for the future. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to any of our past episodes, you know, pick and choose some uh, tournaments that are relevant to you. Go back and listen if you if you haven't listened previously. I think um, France is back in the lead. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. Thank you for joining us. On this little journey called Tourney. And remember, may may the thing thing with the the most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to hear more about our next bracket. Which Bo Burnham special is the best Bo Burnham special? <laughs>